Welcome to Chatabout. Chatabout sponsored today by Higgins Heating, Air Conditioning and Refrigeration, the Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and Beltrami Electric Cooperative. It is virus season, which means it's also vaccine season. There's a new COVID vaccine, there's a new flu vaccine, etc., etc. Sam Dwyer, a doctor of pharmacy at Sanford Health, is here to talk about it all on Chatabout. Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kev. Good to be here. So um, what does a pharmacist do in a hospital or clinic setting? Yeah, great question. So hospital pharmacists are typically behind the scenes. So if you're in a hospital, you might not necessarily see them, but they're there helping with your care. So hospital pharmacists are responsible for dispensing medications that you'd receive that a nurse would give to you. And they also oversee the care that the doctors are, are ordering for you. So all the medications are reviewed by a pharmacist to make sure it's appropriate and safe for you while you're in the hospital. Oh, yeah. So when the nurse comes in with that cup of medicine, that, that's you did that. That's correct. Yep, you're right. That came from our pharmacy. Yep. Well, a hospital is, you know, open 24-7. So how many pharmacists do you have on staff there? Yeah, we have, we have a decent-sized pharmacy. We have about 36 staff total, and there's a split between pharmacists and pharmacy technicians. We need pharmacy technicians to help prepare the medications, and then they're checked by a pharmacist before going out the door. Okay. And in addition to that, uh, you are here today uh, uh, for Sanford to talk about uh, the new COVID vaccine that is now available. And, of course, a lot of people would ask, well, why do we need another COVID vaccine? Sure. Yeah, great question. And, and there is a new COVID vaccine updated to the latest strain of COVID that's been circulating in the community. So it's, a, it's an updated vaccine to match um, what's been in the public. Um, so it's, it's a different COVID vaccine that was originally out on the market, uh, more updated to the virus. So um, it's just a one dose for patients who have already received a full series of the COVID vaccine um, or potentially two doses, uh, depending if someone's immunocompromised. And really the goal is to prevent um, severe illness or if you do get sick, really just keep you out of the hospital. And it's more of a match because the virus will mutate, right? So that's the unfortunate part about a virus is it can be a moving target. So this vaccine is updated to be more uh, based upon Omicron, which is the more circulating variant of COVID-19. So this vaccine will be a better match than the first COVID vaccine that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think, you know, you think about um, viruses out there, they once they're out there, they do not go away, but they do change. It's just like the flu. Yep, absolutely. It, it is similar to the flu. That's a, that's a good point, Kev, because now we're coming into a respiratory season. And this COVID vaccine was, was approved specifically by the, the FDA for this respiratory illness season, which will ramp up in the winter months when we're congregating more indoors. And we believe that COVID will act similarly to the flu, while cases, cases will rise throughout the colder months as we're indoors. So the recommendation is to receive a, a COVID vaccine in this fall season, October, November, to provide coverage adequately through that season, similar to what we would do for the influenza vaccine. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, vaccines are available to anybody who wants them, but, but who in particular really should be sure they're getting their vaccines, whether it be COVID or flu or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll try to make it as clear as I can because the recommendations can be a little bit difficult to follow and they have changed over the years as well. So starting with COVID, there are formulations for 12 plus year olds. There's also a separate vaccine for five to 11 year olds and then all the way down to six months to that uh, less than five year old age. 
So as far as COVID, there's recommendations for all the way to the, the six month and above, and there's specific vaccines for our youngest kids, our, our elementary school children, and then the 12 plus year olds, those adolescents and adults. Um, there are specific COVID vaccines for them okay. uh, for this season. And then as far as the influenza vaccine, that's one dose and recommended for that six month and above too. Mm-hmm. And you can receive those, those, those vaccines. You can get them at the same time, which is nice. They're both inactivated vaccines, which means you can receive them at the same time. Okay. And, and I think, you know, um, yeah, I have people in my family that are Im- immunocompromised. And so they, they need all the help they can get. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it brings up a, a good point, Kev, as far as our immunocompromised. So the, the, the older adults, the elder adults, um, anyone who might have heart disease or diabetes, take more special attention to the vaccine recommendations because that's where uh, the, the population that can potentially benefit the most. And then for, for those that are maybe younger, perhaps fully healthy, think about your loved ones too, right? The people that you interact with. Um, if you fell ill with COVID or influenza, perhaps you might not get as ill as somebody who's immunocompromised, but you want to congregate with them, you want to fellowship with them and be present with them. And if you're ill and you pass an illness on to them, perhaps they might get more sick than you were. So that's something I have to consider for myself too when it comes to the vaccine recommendations is, well, how does it impact the people around me, the people that I care about and the patients that we take care of? Sam Dwyer, Dr. Pharmacy, my guest at Sanford Health. Um, as we, we think about the getting our vaccines, um, you know, the COVID vaccines had been no cost to individuals in the, in the heat of it. Is that still the case or is that more like normal vaccines now? It's being treated more like a normal vaccine, so it's no longer provided by the federal government. The public health emergency for COVID-19 ended earlier in 2023, so it has shifted more to a regular vaccine that's um, picked up by, depending on insurance, uh, by health insurance. Um, I'm told that most health insurances will cover the cost in full of the preventive vaccine for both uh, COVID and flu. Um, however, that does depend on someone's specific health insurance. You mentioned RSV. Yeah. So I'm vaguely familiar with what RSV is. Explain what that is. Sure. RSV, uh, respiratory syncytial virus. Um, it's, a, it's a virus that will cause flu. Uh, think about the typical flu-like symptoms. Um, there's a vaccine that's been recently approved. It's called a Breezevo um, for 60-plus-year-olds, more of that higher-risk elder adult age. Um, and then also for expecting mothers who are um, pregnancy 32 to 36 weeks to protect the newborns. Um, so that vaccine is, is recently approved, and it's really looking at preventing RSV, which is similar to your typical respiratory flu-like symptoms. But it can be severe and cause hospitalization or potentially even death. Okay. So keep that in mind when you're getting your vaccine regimen taken care of. And typically vaccines don't have bad interactions with other medications, do they? That's correct, Kev. Yep. Typically, vaccines do not have interactions with medications. One important thing to consider is just making sure that you are feeling healthy and not battling another illness when you have a vaccine. Okay. And so if if people are getting ready to get their flu shot and the new COVID vaccine, I mean, it just kind of like you do normally come into the clinic and get it set up with the, the shot people and get it done. Yeah, absolutely. At Sanford, we try to make it smooth for you as best as possible. So there's a, there's the app. So there's the MyChart app that you can schedule a vaccine appointment through. Um, there's also SanfordHealth.org. So you can schedule a vaccine appointment online, or you can always call the, the primary clinic at the 218-333-5000 number, 5000. 
um, I would say personally the app or online are the easiest ways to do it. Okay. Well, Sam, um, how did you decide you wanted to get into the world of pharmacy? Yeah, you know, I've, I've been blessed. I've had parents in the medical community. I grew up in a household with a physician and a nurse. Um, just really saw the impact they could have on other people's lives. And I've always wanted to learn something and build a craft where I could work with people and feel like I could help advocate for them and teach them and, and, uh, and boost their medical care, really. So pharmacy is a unique way. I was never really one that wanted to be a, a surgeon and cut and blood. And, you know, that is, I work in a hospital, so I do see that. Yeah. But um, the, the pharmacy side is a, is a way to still interact with people and obtain a, a unique knowledge that is challenging for me, um, but also can really help people. So, um, you know, high school kids who might be listening and thinking that that's a career they're interested in, what's... Th- what is the, uh, the track to get to be a pharmacist? Yeah, good question. So, uh, yeah, that, those high school years, you're thinking about what am I going to do with my career in the future? Um, there's an undergraduate number of credits that are required prior to a pharmacy program. So the program of pharmacy is a doctoral degree. So it's, it's similar to graduate school. Think of it like that. So um, depending on the, the college that you're looking for, you might have to achieve a certain number of credits or you might need a full undergraduate degree. Uh, personally, to myself, I was able to take classes locally here, college in the high school and AP classes to set mm-hmm. myself up for undergrad. Um, and then I went to uh, the doctoral uh, school in North Dakota State in Fargo. And the doctoral program is four years itself. And I was able to do undergrad in two years since I had some undergrad um, credits already done in high school. So it, it took me about six years of school total. I did a residency after that and then moved into a pharmacist position. So the, the total training is about six to seven years, typically, after high school. Okay. Are the bison going to get it turned around? Oh, I sure hope so, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to maintain that championship level of success, right? Yep. Um, I know they're passionate about football, and I, I still stay connected to the university and lots of good people there. I'm sure that they – I wouldn't bet against them. I'll just put okay. it that way. All right. Um, anything else you want to let people know before we wrap it up today, Sam? No, um, for the most part, just thank you for having me as a guest, Kev. And, and when it comes to vaccines, it's, it's a shared decision-making with your primary care provider. And um, think about the recommendations in terms of our, our upcoming flu season and COVID and RSV and really encourage you to be engaged in your, in your health care and um, have those conversations with your doctor and think about what's best for you and for the loved ones around you. Sam Dwyer is a pharmacist with Sanford Health joining us today to talk about vaccines. It is vaccine season and there is a new COVID vaccine for the new variant uh, out there and available right now. Sam, it was great having you on the show. Thanks for being here. Awesome. Thanks, Kev. My pleasure. Chatabout has been sponsored by Beltrami Electric Cooperative, Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and Higgins Heating, Air Conditioning, and Refrigeration. Tomorrow on Chatabout, Michelle Nelson of Northwoods Caregivers is here. That's Chatabout for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you so much for being here.